0: Sealing God's People podcast at SealingGodsPeople.org with your host, Dennis Beard. If you've been following the podcast, you know that we received a visitation from our Lord Jesus Christ on the 19th of January, 2019, saying, Seal my people by my word. As the angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God, so send I you. In obedience to that command, we have started the podcast as well as various uh, uh, television stations throughout the United States to bring this word to you. The sealing of God's people, the last day's sealing in Revelation 7, we find that after these things, I saw four angels standing on the four corners of the earth, holding the four winds of the earth, that the wind should not blow on earth, nor on the sea, nor on any tree. I saw another angel ascending from the east, having the seal of the living God. Now, this is what the Lord has visited us back in 2019, the 19th of January, in Transmira, Kenya, Africa, saying, seal my people. The time of the sealing is now. We're seeing our coronavirus, COVID-19, and this has claimed many lives, and many been infected. And is a pandemic going all over the world and to the body of christ we take this as a sign from the lord as he would say that he would he would send famine pestilences sword nor some beast for sword judgments for the primary purpose of getting his people to repent and believe his word when somebody said well i'm born again I don't see why the Lord would do that to us. Yet we find in Hosea six, "Come and let us return to the Lord, for He hath torn." Wait a minute. Somebody said, "No, the Lord doesn't do that. It's the devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy." And that's in this broadcast. That's what we're going to be talking about. Who is sending this? Who's sending the coronavirus? If we believe what half the world says that that this is uh, uh, of man by man then we don't fear God. But it's given that we may fear God. All things in the sovereignty of God and his providence when he intercedes into the, the affairs of men and reveals himself. A tap on the shoulder, if you will, to turn back to him. The same is what he's saying in Hosea 6, verse 1 through 4. Come and let us return to the Lord the Lord God Almighty, for he hath torn. God himself has torn, and he will heal us. He has smitten, and he will bind us up. After the second day, he will revive us, and in the third day, he will raise us up, and we will live in his sight. If we fall on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. He will come to us as the rain, the former and the latter rain in the first month. Now we know the former rain was in the book of Acts. In the day of Pentecost, that season happened two th- over 2,000 years ago. So it's been two days. We're in the third day now. Now we know there will be many different judgments of God upon the earth. But when you see all these things begin to come to pass, lift up your eyes for your salvation draws nigh. Now the night is far spent, the day is at hand. Every Christian knows that we're in the last of the last days. But now we have a pandemic, this coronavirus. But we need to know where it comes from. Well, the Lord said, I'll heal, and uh, I, will, I will smite, and I will bind you up. I, the Lord God, uh, there will wound, and I'll heal. Well, we have that in Deuteronomy 32, if you will. In Deuteronomy 32, the 32nd chapter of Deuteronomy, we're going to find some very important of truths and principles of the word of God, that it is the Lord that does these things. He is God. The devil is given too much credit for things that happen in the world, on this earth. Of course, he is the prince of the power of this air, uh, over the rulers of the darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. We understand that. However, it's God that works in these acts of God. As we see in Deuteronomy 32, if you will follow with me, that this is sealed among God's treasures. Sealed for in the last days. In Deuteronomy 32, verse 34, God said that, that we are following as a general norm of the church world, of the so-called church world in the earth the general Protestant uh, faith, if you will, that we're following a false rock. For Mr. Babylon the Great, the mother of heartless and abomination of the earth, has made all nations of the earth drunk with the wine of her fornication. Now, this is very serious because it's a false church. It's a false doctrine. It does not hold the true doctrine of God, the true doctrine of Jesus Christ, the only one true God. And we find because of this in Deuteronomy 32, we find that in verse 23, God said, I will heat mischiefs upon them. I will spend mine arrows upon them. It's not the devil. This is God. And he says, they shall be burnt with hunger, devoured with burning heat, with bitter destruction. I will also send the teeth of beasts upon them with the poison of serpents of the dust. My goodness, well, that sounds like a terrible time. But yet we're finding that there are earthquakes in diverse places. We find famines. We find pestilence, uh, plagues. Uh, somebody says, is it a plague? Of course it's a plague. Well, it's not some kind of, of uh, blessing going through the earth. It's a plague. Well, coronavirus, it's another tap on the shoulder for us to repent, turn back to God. But what does that repentance mean? Some preachers say, well, just repent. Just be sorry for your sins. Uh, uh, God, I'm sorry. Well, that won't get it. We have to believe the word in the present truth. Walking in the light as he's in the light. Then we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. But we have to have that light. The path of the just is as a shining light that shineth more and more into the perfect day. In other words, greater revelation in the word of God that must be obeyed to be pleasing to the Lord our God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. Well, God said, I would do this. And he said, the sword without and terror within shall utterly destroy both the young man and the virgin and the suckling along with the man of gray hairs. God said, I said I would scatter them into the corners. I would make the recompense, remembrance of them, to cease from among men. Were it not that I feared the wrath of the enemy, lest their adversaries should behave themselves strangely, and lest they should say, Our hand is high, and the Lord hath not done all this. Now, many will say, Well, this is just the devil. Uh, We're going to overcome it. God is greater. Not realizing that it's God doing this. It's the Lord Jesus Christ doing this. As a way to get our attention, if you will, to turn to him. Come and let us return to the Lord. Why? Because he's torn. He'll heal us. He's smitten. He will bind us up. Hosea 6. We find here in Deuteronomy 32 that God says, I am doing this. He said, they're a nation void of counsel. Neither is there understanding in them. Understanding the way of God, the work of God. He said in verse 29, oh, but they were wise that they would understand this, that they would un- consider and understand their latter end, mark. God is moving with his word, intruding into those things of man's affairs with famine, pestilence, sword, noise and bees, to get man's attention to repent and turn to the true God. How should one chase a thousand and two put ten thousand to flight except their rock capital R-O-C-K, the true Christ, their true revelation of Christ, had sold them and the Lord had shut them up? In other words, the so-called Christian is on the run because they have believed a false Christ. They have not believed the true one God, neither have given him the glory. That he is the Father. He is the Word. He is the Holy Ghost. He is the only true God in eternal life. For this reason, God said that he would do a work among his treasures in the last days. In verse 34, Is not this laid up in store with me, saith God, and sealed up among my treasures? When? To be revealed in the last days. To me belong with vengeance. Everyone will agree with that and recompense. Their foot shall slide in due time for the day of their calamity is at hand and the things that, uh, uh that shall come upon them make haste verse 38. Very, very important to understand what's going on in these last days for the Lord shall judge his people. And repent himself for his servants. Now the servants of God are the ones in Revelation seven that will be sealed. Seal the servants of our God in their foreheads. Why? Because they will be the only ones that will stand when the God's four sort judgments is poured out upon the earth, famine, pestilence, sword, and noisome beast. And this is just a foretaste in coronavirus that we will stand during this time and more to come. This is not the last of it. To the end of the war, desolations are determined. God's four sword judgments will start in Revelation 6 with a pale horse rider with one quarter of the population dying. Death and hell followed after him. And one fourth of the people died. In the trumpet judgments of God. There will be one third of the population will die. Then the vows wherein filled up the wrath of God. One half of the remaining people will die. So if we have over 8 billion people. Upon the face of this earth. And with the seal. Of the pale horse rider. Death and hell following. One fourth of the population. Shall be killed. That would be. billion or over two billion people that would leave six billion people upon the face of the earth over or over that but with the with the trumpet judgments of God then one-third of the people would be killed why as a warning to the other people to repent of their evil deeds turn to the true God and eternal life not a denominational Jesus not a false Jesus or a false Christ, but the true Jesus Christ. Well, one-third of the people dying would be another two billion, would leave only four million people, four billion, I'm sorry, upon the face of the earth. Well, then you have the vows. were it's filled with the wrath of God, then that is half of the people through this wrath of God killed. That will be only two billion people left upon the face of the earth three quarters of the people being destroyed because they will not be affrighted and give God the glory and turn back to him in truth this is sealed up among God's treasures to be revealed in the last days Deuteronomy 32 34 we see that God has forewarned us written in his word we find it in Ezekiel uh, that he talks about is four sword judges, so Noah, Noah, Daniel, and Job stood before me. Yet I couldn't be for the people of the generation of my wrath. Only these three, three righteous men would say, but their own souls. Therefore, no one's going in on somebody else's coattail just because the denomination says you're saved or you, you love Jesus or you've shook the preacher's hand that you're going to make it. We must turn to the true God and most have believed in a mystery Babylon the great the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth in a trinity three spirits spirits of devils working miracles revelation 16:13. now that's a hard saying which is true though mr. Babylon the great the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth have made all nations drink of the wine of the wrath of her fornication and we're going to see that that is and of God because of the hearts of the people. Your heart. Guard your heart for how it proceed all the issues of life. It's your heart that determines your destiny. And God tryeth the reins of the heart. What we want to point out here in Deuteronomy 32. God says. That he will judge his people. That he will repent himself. For his servants. And he lets us know. That he is the Lord God. Take a look at verse 38. And he says. That did eat the fat of their sacrifices. drank the wine of their drink offerings. Let them rise up and help you. And be your protection. These false gods that you've served. Why? Because verse 39. See now that I. Even I am he. There's not a trinity. There's only one God there. And there is no God with me. There's no God sitting beside Jesus. Somebody say, well, Jesus is standing on the right hand of God, sitting on the right hand of God. No, he sat down with the Father in his throne. He made that right hand of God to usward uh, that believe when he set off a prayer place for you. And we're made to sit in heavenly places in Christ Jesus at that right hand to what he wrought to usward the body of Christ when he set him at his own right hand in heavenly places the point we want to make here and understand is when there's famine, pestilences sword, noise and beast, that it is God God says that I even I am God, there's no other God with me, I kill, God kills yes I kill, I make alive I wound, I heal. Neither is there any that can deliver out of my hand. There's no us, is there? There's no God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Ghost. That is a lie. That is the lie that Mr. Babylon, the great, the mother of harlots, has published to be the false Christ, God Jr., the Son of God, come in the flesh. This is the beast that had the Deadly wounded was healed and made an image to that beast. The image Jesus is the image of the invisible God. He is the image, uh, the express image of his singular person. Hebrews one, verse one through three. Jesus is the father revealed in a body of flesh. First Timothy three sixteen. God was manifest in the flesh. He is the father of glory. John 14, when uh, Philip asked him, Lord, show us the father. And that suffices us. That'll be sufficient. Jesus said, have I been so long time with you? And hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me has seen the father. And how sayest thou then, show us the father? Believe me, and I am in my father, my father in me, or else believe me for the work's sake. He's healing the sick, cleansing the leper, and the dead, casting out devils opening blind eyes, loosing the dumb tongue the lame walk, captive going free, and blessed is he whomsoever's not offended in me. Jesus said, if I were the finger of God, not with the finger of the Son of God, if I were the finger of God cast out devils, know ye the kingdom of God come nigh unto you. He is the Lord. God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earth and vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God, and not of ourselves. The Lord is that spirit. Who is the Lord? Jesus is the Lord. He is that spirit. And with the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. We all with open face beholding beholding is in a glass. The glory of the Lord are changed into the same image, the same image of Jesus unto a perfect man, to the measure, of the statue of Jesus Christ, were called to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ. There from glory to glory, even as by the Spirit of the Lord, into the same image, the same image of Jesus, for whom he did foreknow, them he did predestinate, them that he predestinated, them he also called, and then did he called to justify them, he justified, he glorified, to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ now we're not if we're not there then he is going to move into the affairs of man he's going to warn us forewarn us that we should not be damned that we should not lose uh, our salvation that we would follow the true christ the true god the true life and that is jesus only I and my father one jesus said john 10:30 John 8, 24, Jesus said, except you believe that I am he, the father of glory, you shall die in your sin. There is not another God, but he sends all of these judgments for one reason, to reveal that he is God. And there's not another. It's the revelation of Jesus. The seals trumpets and vile judgments of revelation is simply to show his glory, his Identity that only He, Jesus Christ, is God. There is no God Junior. The Son of God is the Father of Glory. There's not another. He's the one that kills. He's the one that makes alive. He's the one that wounds. He's the one that heals. He is the one that sends forth famine, pestilence, sword, and noise and beasts. Not to destroy mankind, but to get mankind to turn to the true God. To return to him. Who is the only true God in eternal life. Jesus Christ. Now there is a ceiling going on now. Right now. In the forehead. For the servants of God. So they will be able to stand through these judgments. We know. That we will be hated of all nations. For his name's sake. And some of you shall be delivered up. And shall kill you. We know that. That's Matthew 24. Mark 13 Luke. 21 we know that these things will happen but the judgment of god those judgments the coronavirus and whatever influenza and whatever black plague plagues or whatever comes upon the land earthquakes in diverse places famines whatever this case is is of the lord not to destroy mankind but to get mankind to To return to him and give him glory and repent of their evil deeds. And that is the reason why the Lord sends these things. Because we have forsaken God. We've turned after other gods. And because of this, we have these judgments. Now, the sealing of God in the servants of God in their foreheads. That sealing is now happening... For those that have an ear to hear what the spirit is saying to the churches. When we see mystery Babylon, the great, the mother of hearts and abominations of the earth. She says, we won't have any trouble from God. We won't have any evil, which is raw, which means trouble or tribulation. She says, I said a queen, Mr. Babylon, that false church said, I said a queen. I am no widow and I will see no sorrow. I will have no birth pangs. There will be no trouble that will come unto me. But yet God says in Amos 9 verse 9, there's a sifting going on among the nations and not the least grain will fall to the ground. None, none of God's people will be destroyed, will lose their salvation. Not one hair of your head shall perish. But Amos nine ten says, I will destroy all the sinners of my people. By the sword, which say, no evil shall prevent nor overtake us. No tribulation, no persecution shall prevent nor overtake us. We're not going to have any of that. But then we've got a problem there. Because we have not attributed the glory to God. We do not give him the glory that he is the only true God in eternal life, the Father of glory. He is the only God. He is the Elohim. He is the Lord Jehovah. He is God Almighty. We find there that all these judgments, famine, pestilence, sword, noise, and beast, there that will go out through the land, that it will make a difference between God's people, those that serve God, and versus those that do not serve God. We will be able to discern the righteous from the wicked, the holy from the profane, simply because those that do know their God will be strong and do exploits. Yet this will fall upon the whole land, the whole earth. It is an act of God when he rises to do his act, his strange act, and rises to do his work, his strange work, as in Isaiah 28. Don't mock it unless your bands meet great, strong. For I have heard of the Lord of hosts a consumption decreed upon the whole earth, a consumption consuming the whole earth with these judgments of God. He's done it in Egypt. The 10 plagues of Egypt. There were 10 gods. Why did he do it? To destroy the gods of Egypt to show that he is God and he alone is God, Jesus Christ. Not Jesus Christ, God Jr., but Jesus Christ, the God Almighty. (laughs) The plagues of Egypt destroyed each one of their so-called gods and prove that only the Lord God Almighty, that He is God. He spoke of these judgments. It'd be the latter growth after the King's mowings, the latter growth, the latter reign of the Holy Ghost and that growth of the kingdom. Amos seven tells us that. It's a latter growth after, after the king's mowings. What did he use to mow? Grasshoppers. What is that? Out of the north. A great evil shall befall all the inhabitants of the land. It's barked all the trees, even all the trees of the field, and made them white. We find that there's judgments of God that will come upon the earth, and it will be upon the head of the righteous as well as the wicked. We find that in Ezekiel 21. Take a look at what he says about the prophets there. In Ezekiel 21, he says very, very plainly, That your prophets are like those foxes in the desert. Matter of fact, we will read it here directly from the word of God in Ezekiel 21. He says, the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, set thy face toward Jerusalem. Drop thy word toward the holy places and prophesy against the land of Israel and say to the land of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, behold, I'm against thee and will draw forth my sword out of its sheath. God's going to draw forth a sword. Yes. And will cut off from thee the righteous and the wicked, not just the the wicked only, the righteous as well. Notice he says, seeing that I will cut off from thee the righteous and the wicked. That's Ezekiel 21 verse 4. Therefore shall my sword go forth out of his sheath against all flesh. Why? From the south and the north, that all flesh may know that I am the Lord, that hath drawn forth my sword out of his sheath. That is God showing forth his power, showing forth that he made the earth and the heavens by his power, wisdom uh, and uh, his strength, his power. Wisdom we find in Jeremiah fifty-one fifteen. He said I create the earth the heaven uh, by my power by my wisdom and uh, uh, by his righteousness. The Lord God is he that has made the heaven and the earth and all that therein is in the earth and the fullness thereof is his. We also find there in Ezekiel uh, there that he says in Ezekiel 13 why he is. Against the prophets of the land they're prophesying peace that we're going to have all peace and safety and None of these judgment will come upon the earth Yet God said Here's here's Ezekiel 13 and the word of the Lord came unto me saying son of man prophesy against the prophets of Israel that prophesy and say that unto them, that prophesy out of their own hearts. Hear ye the word of the Lord. That's what they're saying. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God, Woe unto the foolish prophets that follow their own spirit and have seen nothing. O Israel, thy prophets are like the foxes in the desert. You have not gone up into the gaps neither made up the hedge for the house of Israel to stand in the battle in the day of the Lord. Well, there we have it in Ezekiel 21. The sword of the Lord is against all flesh, against the righteous as well as the wicked. But the righteous, the servants of God, say, yea, just as Job did. Yea, though God slay me, yet I will trust in him. They know that the Lord God has said you'll be hated of all nations for my name's sake. And some of you shall they cause to be put to death. He said, I forewarned you that you shall not be offended. In John 16, he said, some of you that deliver up out of the synagogues, out of the churches, and yes, the time will come that he that killeth you will think that he did God a service. They'll call evil good and good evil. Why? Because these things will they do unto you the true body of Christ, because they have not known the Father nor me, Jesus said. They do not know that He is God until we come to the revelation of Jesus being sealed in our foreheads that He alone is God. He is the Father of glory. Then this mystery Babylon's Great, mother harlots and abominations of the earth shall deceive many. Through the seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. She says, I said a queen and shall see no sorrow. I'm not going to have any of this tribulation and persecution. She says uh, that I already have attained a queen. She is uh, drunk and made all the nations drink of the wine of her fornication. Who is this? This mystery of Babylon. Who, who sends this strong delusion? We find some startling facts in Jeremiah, along with the other prophets, the 14 minor prophets uh, to Malachi, that we find that he said, I will punish them that dwell in the land of Egypt, those that are in the world with famine, pestilences, and sword. Punish them? Yes. God said he'll punish all them that are settled on their lees, Searching the hearts. Woe be unto them that are at ease in Zion. He does this thing to stir us up. To return to the true God and eternal life. And give him glory. That ceiling over there in Revelation 7 is necessity. Essential for the body of Christ to stand against these wiles. Uh, that of Abaddon. Abaddon or Avadon and uh, Apollyon, the destroyer. In Revelation 9, in the fifth trumpet, when the key to the abyss is opened up, there comes out locusts, and they have as scorpion, stings in their tails, and they torment men for five months, the exact time of the waters that prevailed in the days of Noah, 150 days, or five months, as it were, in the fifth trumpet in Revelation, where they hurt men, with stings in their tails for five months against all of those men that have not the seal of God in their foreheads. It is essential that we know the work of God in the last days in order for the body of Christ to be sealed in their foreheads because they've known him. That's from the beginning, the word of God to know him. That's from the beginning is that word in the beginning was the word. The word was with God, The same was in the beginning with God. That word was God and in the same beginning with God. All things were made by him. Without him was anything made that was made. To know him that's from the beginning is to know that word. And that is the last sealing of the fathers in their forehead. First John 2, 12 through 14. I write unto you fathers because you've known him that's from the beginning. That's the word of God. That is the fullness of the word, not just one verse that is eating the little book sweet to your mouth, bitter to your belly, eating all of that word, not a part of it, not just one verse, but each, all of it. John ate that book and it was sweet to his mouth as honey and was in his belly was bitter. Then he told John, you must again prophesy before many nations, kindreds, tongues, and kings. You must, and that's the body of Christ, again prophesy. You have to have that revelation that was given unto him, John, to show unto us the service of God, the things which must shortly come to pass and set and signified it by his angel unto John. What are those things? We find that Mystery Babylon, this mother of harlots. Abominations comes in the name of Jesus, but it denies the power thereof. This sees many in my name, Jesus said. In Jeremiah, he tells us that this mystery Babylon, this is a golden cup. Babylon is not something that the devil has contrived of himself, that he would get glory. No, we find that Babylon, Mr. Babylon the Great, is nothing in the world, but Babylon is a golden cup in God's hand. We find that in Jeremiah 51, verse 7. Babylon hath been a golden cup in the Lord's hand, and that made all the earth drunken. The nations have drunken of her wine. Therefore, the nations are drunk. Mad. The Lord Jesus Christ controls all. He co- controls the wind and the whirlwind. If there be evil in the city, I, the Lord God, hath done it. He says, "I kill and make alive. I wound I heal." The Lord does all these things. The coronavirus is not something that the devil contrived. It. It's just simply another awakening call to the body of Christ. To come and let us return to the Lord. For he is torn. He will heal us. He has smitten. He will bind us up. After the second day, he will revive us in the third day. We're in the third day now. He will raise us up and we will live in his sight. If we follow on to know the Lord, we have to follow on. We cannot just stay stagnant. Or say, I've got this salvation. So therefore, there remaineth nothing in the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry is what he's preparing his body for now. For the apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. For the work of the ministry. For the work of the ministry is ahead of us that believe. He's preparing that now. But it requires a ceiling. A ceiling. To know those things. To know him that's from the beginning. 1 John two twelve through 14. That is now the work of the ministry. We find that in the revelation of Jesus Christ, not the revelation of the Antichrist, we're not giving the devil any glory. The wicked one touches you not. The revelation of Jesus Christ that God gave unto him, John, John the Revelator, to show unto his servants things which must shortly come to pass. These things are the things of faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But this is far greater than Pentecost, far, far, far greater than the season of Pentecost and receiving the Holy Ghost in Acts, the second chapter. For now, the Holy Ghost is leading us and guiding us into all truth to know those things, those things of faith, to know all truth and no lies of the truth. He is the spirit of truth. Jesus Christ it will not leave us comfortless. He has come to us, the Holy Ghost, Christ in us, the hope of glory. We must be aware of that word of God. Know it, trust in it, and adhere to it in obedience in order to stand through these judgments of God. And that's the reason he's sealing his servants now. In Revelation 7, those that are sealed, will not be hurt of the locust plague in the fifth trumpet in Revelation 9. Only hurt those men that have not the seal of God in their foreheads. Those are the only ones hurt. It is imperative that we receive this word. What is that? To fathers that will be sealed, growing up in him in all things. You have gone from newborn babes. That desire, the sincere milk of the word, they may grow thereby. To little children, little children, your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. And you've known the Father. You have repented and been baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. For the remission of your sins, born of the water. And you have received the gift of the Holy Ghost, born of the Spirit. And you have known the Father. You know that Jesus is the Father of glory. That he is. That Father and John ten thirty I and my Father are one one in the self same Spirit. You know that John eight twenty four Jesus said I am the Father. Except you believe that I am He, you will die in your sins. This they understood not that He spake to them of the Father. You're from beneath. I'm from above. You're of this earth, of this world. I'm not of this world. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. John three thirteen, no man descended ascended up to heaven, but he that came down from heaven, even the Son of Man, which is in heaven, Jesus speaking there, standing in shoe leather before his apostles. The work of the ministry that we are called for requires a ceiling. And we find that from the little children going to young men. I run to you, young men, because the word of God is strong in you. I've written you young men because the word of God is strong in you and you've overcome the wicked one. The young man, the word of God is strong in them because they proved the will of God and done it. They are the ones in Romans 12, 1, that have obeyed the word. I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service, and be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may prove that good and acceptable and perfect will of God for you is. God worketh in you both the will and the do of his good pleasure, and you have abide in that calling wherein you were called. You know the will of God. And you have obeyed that will. Those are the young men. But there's one more step higher, and that is fathers. I write unto you, fathers, because you've known him that is from the beginning. I have written unto you, fathers, because you have known him that is from the beginning. The him that is from the beginning is the word of God. That word of God, there is not just a Pentecostal word of Acts 2.38. It's not just that fundamentalist word of John three six or Romans ten or Romans 10, uh, ten nine or Romans ten thirteen. They haven't just said the sinner's prayer. They have gone on not only repentance but baptism in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, born of the water, and have received the gift of the Holy Ghost born of the Spirit. Now the young men have been led of that spirit, and they believed it and overcome the wicked world by crucifying the flesh with the affections and the lust. They are these young men that have have overcome the wicked one, and the word of God being strong in them. Now he's calling full grown fathers, those that are full age wean from the milk, who have their senses exercised thereby, that they can discern both good good from evil. They know the Melech that Melchizedek ministry, the King priesthood, they're called for. That Jesus is the head, and we the body of the Christ. There will be many other podcasts that we will go into, determining what is the work of the ministry. Who are those, and what will they do? Why will it be such a time that most will not understand that this, that these people of God are literally working the, the works of God, that they believe that they are not of God. Why will they deliver them up to be afflicted and killing them, thinking they did God a service? Why will these be so much tormented and afflicted and persecuted for the word of God? We will see who these, these servants of God are that are sealed in their forehead. We'll see the ones that are going to preach the everlasting gospel for a witness in all the world, for a witness in all nations. And then the end will come. We will cover these two olive trees, these two sons of all that will proclaim his word in the last days in the revelation of Jesus Christ in the unity of the faith, not of denominations. Not of bishops or so-called apostles, uh, but in the true Jesus, revealing his true word. The one true only God in the work of the ministry that these will proclaim. The world will not receive it because it seeth him not neither knoweth him. The word that will come forth will be through the revelation of the Holy Ghost. The seven thunders uttered their voices. John was about to write and he said, do not write it. This is not going to be written our graph in the book of the revelation, but it's only going to be obtained through the little book. That little book that was given unto John Jehovah favored that he will eat all of it, not part of it, but all of it. And when he does, he has to take it. No man's going to give it to you. You must take it. The kingdom of God suffers violence and the violent take it by force. The law and the prophets weren't of John. Since that time, men pressed their way into it. We're coming unto that day of uh, perfection. There will be a three and a half year Jesus ministry, the work of that ministry, before the second advent, when Jesus comes a second time without sin unto salvation. It is the work of the ministry, the Jesus ministry, where he was cut off in the midst of the week, a heptad, A week of years, Jesus was cut off in the midst of the week, three and a half years. And there remains another three and a half year work of the ministry, confirming the covenant with many for one full week or seven years. Jesus there is calling his people out from among them now to proclaim his word. And that is the revelation of Jesus Christ they are the ones that will know him that's from the beginning they will eat that little book and uh, it'll be sweet to their mouth as honey in the revelation of Jesus and bitter to their belly through the bitter herbs of the suffering in the word of God these are the ones that will prophesy again before many nations, kindreds tongues and kings, these are the ones that will say come and see these are the ones that will proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ in these last days tune in to the podcast sealinggodspeople.org contact me Dennis Beard at dennisbeard.org for there's great things that God is doing above all that we can think or ask in the revelation of Jesus in these last days know that Mr. Babylon the Great is nothing but a golden cup in the hand of the Lord that all the famine, pestilence, and sword, and noisome and beast is sent by God. The devil has done nothing. It's simply to try our hearts to see if we love the Lord with all our heart, soul, and might. That we understand that only He is God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and that is Jesus Christ alone, the only true God and eternal life, the blessed and only potentate, only have immortality dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto nor see nor can see. Tune into the podcast SealingGodspeople.org We'll look forward to hearing from you Dennis Beard uh, at DennisBeard.org Until the next time this is Brother Dennis Beard saying behold the real Jesus and org."